Welcome to the Remnant Godcast. This is the Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd, and I'm so thankful that you've tuned in the show. It is 7.31-2020 Friday evening, and we have so many things going on. Sometimes, friends, I have to be honest, there's so much going on in my mind that I almost can feel overwhelmed, and this is where I really need to rely on the Lord and think about my training. I've been training for this for over 30 years. I'm in my 40s, but I've been training for this for over 30 years in the ministry. Uh, my, my mom was an evangelist as a child. You know, I had a time where I was in the world, and I think I needed to experience that, you know, as a young person to have my own uh, Damascus Road encounter with Jesus Christ, where I came to the Lord in my early 20s, and I did have a Damascus Road encounter. But I got to see the um, other side, and I know the the uh, the plays of the enemy. I know how he, he works. I know uh, a lot of different things. And, you know, I don't often share my testimony because, to me, it's so personal. And so much happened. And a lot of people only see today in the ministry that we have here at Remnant News and the Remnant Report that we do with the daily uh, broadcast and all the different things that we do and speaking as a national speaker and whatnot. But people don't see the uh, the journey here and understand why I'm so passionate, why I have this energy to do this every day, because trust me, it's exhausting. I get attacked like crazy. There's an extremely high cost career-wise, uh, safety-wise, you know, all these different things. So why do I do it? Because I had an encounter with Jesus. I, I felt the Lord. I was in his presence. I almost died. I was stabbed nine times in Granada Hills, California at the age of 23. And that was my Damascus Road encounter where the Lord got my attention. Uh, I had an experience where I was in the presence of God and he gave me an opportunity to live or to die that day. And I asked the Lord to live. And he said, well, if you live, you got to be sold out for me. You got to be 100% uh, because I have a mission for you. And if you're willing to take that mission, I will restore you and you will live. And I said, yes, Lord, I want to live. And so he restored me in that hospital in Granada Hills that was just about to close down. It was the Granada Hills Hospital is no longer there. Uh, now it's a school, but, but back then it was a hospital and it was in its last couple of weeks of being open. And I just happened to get there and it saved my life because the Lord was with me. And now I'm about this mission for many, many years now of studying and researching and getting the truth out, waking people up. And, uh, you know, people say, well, why do we need to know all these things? Because all we need to know is that Jesus wins and I'm saved. And well, that's great. I mean, if you can, if you can live in that existence and you feel good about that, then you know what? The most important thing is that you're saved. That you've invited Jesus in your heart. Listen, if you get in the word and you worship him, you have a prayer life and you're about his business, I'm happy. You don't need to do any more. And I know God's happy with you too. But the reason why I go into the extensive detail that I do in the reporting that we bring forth to the body of Christ and those with ears to hear is because there are many people who are asleep right now. And there's many people who are being duped and deceived. The Bible says, my people die for lack of knowledge. And there is a group of people that God has put it on their heart, like mine, to be uh, people that are purveyors of truth, that get the, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're exposing the lies of the enemy, of the adversary that he's using. And there's many of them. Uh, you know, this, this, goes, this rabbit trail goes so deep that most people don't want to start going down the trail because once they, you know, uh, there's an expression in the world that people use right now called being red-pilled. And that refers to the Matrix movie, you know, remember with Keanu Reeves and uh, the Matrix and, you know, basically what the uh, premise is behind it is, is that, you know, there was this uh, computer uh, system that kept people in the Matrix and they were plugged in 
and they were being used as like batteries or energy for these massive computers that had taken over the world. But they were believing that this was real in reality and they were in this matrix when in reality they were actually plugged into this supercomputer and they were just being used as energy and kind of being harvested. And so this group of, of I guess, rebels, but good rebels, uh, you know, were waking up people, pulling them out of the matrix. And then they had an option to go back into the matrix or to take the red pill and to see the very horrific truth of the matter. And that really is a good analogy because a lot of people don't want to know or see the truth because, you know, the Bible says the truth sets the captive free, but a lot of people don't want to know the truth because there's so much there, there that it's almost too much for them to handle. They get anxiety, they get freaked out, they get panic attacks. And all these things are because, you know, you, you, if you don't have that strong relationship with the Lord and are fill, filling yourself, you know, dying your flesh daily, spending time in communion with the Lord, spending time in prayer and in worship each day and getting refilled and recharged. If you're not doing that, folks, then you're not going to have the fortitude to go where we're about to go. Because yes, there's talk of revival. I see these guys out there and you know they're, 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 they're doing certain things around the country. They're having these worship gatherings and whatnot. But we still haven't got to the point yet where there's serious repentance, where people on their faces uh, before a holy God and repenting for the nation. And I really feel like that's what God wants because, you know, we can have gatherings of the saints and it's great and it's encouraging, but until we get to the point where we understand the dire situation we are in as a nation, uh, you know, and unfortunately the prophets of old, that was their message. It was that, look, you know, there's going to be famine. There's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to lose your nation. You're going to be uh, taken over by the enemy. And a lot of times people didn't want to listen to those prophets and they were, you know, unfortunately too late by the time they heeded the warning, it, the prophecy had already taken place. Israel was taken over, uh, conquered, the, the, the temple was destroyed. You know, many times in the Old Testament, you will see where those types of, you know, prophets, because that really was what the Bible highlighted as prophets, not a lot of what we see today where people are going around like kind of fortune telling almost, or, you know, giving these really encouraging words. That's more a word of encouragement. And a word of encouragement is great. But, uh, you know, the prophetic is not really what we've been seeing in the last many years, as the American church got very complacent and, you know, kind of got really comfortable. And we allowed this to happen. We became pharisaical. We allowed all these things that we're now seeing to happen because we were not doing our job. And so now... God is raising up a remnant, a group of people with ears to hear and eyes to see that are willing to speak the truth, but it might not be received by everybody. There's going to be a lot of attack and a lot of warfare because now we're in a very demonized hour where there's a lot of demonic oppression. There's a lot of the spirit of Antichrist that has risen in our world. And so we're seeing that manifest right now. And I think many people can understand when you're hearing what I'm saying, because you're looking at the cities. I'll give you an example. You know, I'm supposed to attend, uh, supposed to attend an event in another city, and I'm still praying about whether I'm going to go or not because of the current condition of our nation. But, uh, you know, I, I spoke to somebody in that city and I asked them about the city and they said, Todd, you need to listen to me for a few minutes. Let me tell you about the city. And what they told me was the, the absolute uh, de just destruction that has happened in this place. Um, the, uh, they, they said people don't understand what's happening in American cities right now. They don't understand the destruction and the damage and the, uh, you know, this is irreparable damage. This isn't just damage that's going to be cleaned up or fixed within a matter of weeks. This is irreparable. This is, you know, parts of entire blocks of cities have just been destroyed. And uh, it's like a war. It's literally like the enemy came in, like in World War II, when 
you know, entire cities were destroyed. That's what we're starting to see here in the United States as part of this communist revolution that's being in the flesh and the natural that's being driven by Marxists and uh, people with a very nefarious agenda. But in the supernatural, this is a demonic assault against the very foundation of America. They're trying to rewrite our history. They're trying to destroy our nation as it stands. They're trying to take away law and order. And I, I hate to tell you, but there's Christians that think that the, the protests are good. And there's Christians. I saw somebody the other day, I think I mentioned it earlier this week on the, on the program, where there was a prominent pastor's wife, somebody who I'm friends with, um, and, and their wife was posting on Facebook about how she respects Alessia, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I said, this woman has no understanding of who Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is. Because if she understood that she is a communist Marxist plant in our government that is absolutely looking for a revolution that would completely fundamentally change the United States as we know it, these people are plants that, listen, Barack Hussein Obama, you know, if Christians had discernment, and I'm not speaking on a high horse right now, I think it's all of us I'm talking about, okay? But if we had any discernment, I think we would have thought about the fact that when there was a president named Barack Hussein Obama, that should be alarming to us, especially when you look into the meaning of Hussein and in the Muslim faith, the, the significance. And then, you know, you, all you got to do is go online and, and start looking for things about Obama connected to the Muslim faith. It's very evident. I mean, he went to uh, the Muslim schools as a child. He has dressed in Muslim garb. He's you know, spoke at Muslim countries saying that, you know, we're no longer a Christian nation in the United States. He reached out to the Muslim community. He was very active as a community organizer and a politician in, in stating that he does not like our country. His quote-unquote pastor, Reverend Wright, was an absolute uh, anarchist, basically, a man who, who wanted to see the destruction of America, who, who said, you know, uh, basically, you know, GD America. Uh, you know, that our chickens were coming home to roost, that we're this awful imperialistic country. And listen, America, I always say we have our, our, our flaws. We have many, many things that we need to fix. That's why I'm talking about repentance. That's why I'm talking about our nation repenting. And, and you know, we have the stain of abortion and so many other things currently right now. I mean, uh, you know, I talk, people talk about slaves and slavery and they want reparations and all these things, but they're not even talking about the slaves that are current right now in our country, which are the uh, child sex trafficking. We just had the, the awareness day yesterday, the child sex trafficking, which is rapid and is now uh, become the second most uh, lucrative illegal trade, uh, you know, uh, second only to drugs, the drug trade. So, you know, we have some serious problems, some serious, serious problems. But, you know, it, it, some days it's almost like, which one do I talk about? Because there's so many and I don't want to sit, sit here and be doom and gloom. I, that's not my job. My job is to bring hope and, you know, encouragement. And, you know, that's what pastors are in this really difficult position because, you know, we want to encourage you. We want to bring you hope. But, but, but yet the problem is, is that the hope is only found in Jesus. The hope is only, see, a lot of pastors stop preaching about eternity. And we made the, the, the reward of serving Christ about things that happen in this world. And yes, God does bless us. And, you know, he gives us the desires of our heart as we pray and we seek him first. And, 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 you know, I'm not saying that he, you know, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He certainly can take care of us. Um, sorry, we're having some weather in the studio area right now. Um, so, you know, there's all these different things that we can say that, uh, you know, would get people's attention, 
But, but the truth of the matter is, is that we really need to be focused on eternity. Is our soul in the right place? Are we, are we right before God today? Because there are so many different things. Now, I want to talk about something which is really bizarre, but that's what I talk about is bizarre things, right? So I'm going to talk about something that's really bizarre. Uh, it's, it's kind of outlandish. And, and for me to say that with the things that I talk about on social media all day, you think, oh my gosh, what's he going to say? But I wrote an article recently on the remnantnews.com or rmntnews.com. Uh, and by the way, we have toddcoconado.com up and running as well, too. So it's kind of a hub of all the different things that we're doing. You might want to check it out, toddcoconado.com. But, but regardless, I wrote an article about an uh, alien uh, invasion and, and the fact that could that be the great deception? And I, I've noticed this, and I'm very alert and astute to a lot of the different underlying narratives that they're pushing in the mainstream media. And we're going to get to one of these things in a minute. But I just want to throw this out there to the listeners that are faithful to listen to this program, because I want this to be on your radar. I want this to be something that you're thinking about. Um, but, but there could be a point in the near future, they've already been pushing this, this slow, you know, they have the ancient aliens program on the History Channel, you know, Fox News and a couple of, uh, you know, I think all the mainstream news recently uh, showed some pictures of some aircraft and having an unidentified flying object and they, they declassified it. They've been talking about these things. So, you know, it's really um, kind of been slowly rolled out. I mean, how many alien movies have you seen in your lifetime? How many has Hollywood made? Hollywood is constantly, uh, constantly pre-programming us. They're doing, um, you know, a pre-programming uh, projection. Uh, it's called predictive programming. And so that, that they can plant these little seeds in our mind. Sometimes it doesn't really make much sense when you see it, but it, it, it goes into your subconscious and even though it's fantasy or it's science fiction, uh, there, there's an element of it that sticks in your subconscious so that you can have that for later, that if they want to roll something out later, that uh, it'll be in your mind like, oh, yeah, I saw that in a movie. But you won't even remember it as a movie. You'll just remember it in your subconscious. So, whew. so you know, this alien invasion that eventually might, they might bring out, and it might not even be an invasion, but they're just going to roll out the fact that aliens exist, we've made contact, or you know, they're, they're, you know, they're first, they're going to say like, you know, there's this going on, there's that going on. They're just going to, it's going to be like a narrative. That's what they do. They roll it out slowly. And then at some point you may actually see alien beings or uh, something. And then what they're trying to do is that's their, their final blow to say, listen, you know, and, and then maybe even the antichrist could be an alien. We don't even know. Right. I mean, not a real alien, but I think these things are demons, but um, you know, we don't know how they're going to roll this, this, this whole thing out. We know they want a one world government. We know that they're, they're planning very nefarious plans behind the scenes. And uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. And again, I know this sounds super outlandish, but if you think about it from the predictive programming and the things that they've rolled out over the years, would it really surprise you at the next step for them to say, we've identified there's, there's an alien being. And then all of a sudden to like roll out that they're in communication with these beings. And then, and, and what these beings could literally be is demons, because that's what I would believe them to be. Uh, you know, it's the, the Bible says that in the last days, it will be like the days of Noah. We know in the days of Noah that there was giants and that there were angels that were sleeping with, you know, human women and they were making the giants. And, and so there was all types of uh, hybrid human beings and different things. And now I'm starting to sound like Steve Quayle and some of these other guys that are out there that are really, really out there. But, 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 but re, re, reality is, is that if we're going to believe what the word of God says, that's what it says. So I'm, I'm, I've made the determination and, um, you know, given my oath to preach the entirety of the word of God. So, you know, we have to look at what the word of God says. It says in the last days, it'll be like the days of Noah. Well, in the days of Noah, we know that the flood wiped out 
the giants and um, the Nephilim and the, and the different uh, beings that were ungodly because of the uh, sin that uh, the fallen angels have slept with humans and, and created these beings. And so I believe there is beings like that that are going to start manifesting and they could appear to be aliens. In fact, I've heard soldiers that have had stories of uh, being in Afghanistan. There's a, uh, a story where these are really respected men, uh, high-level high military people that said that they encountered a giant in Afghanistan. And uh, there was a military operation, and, you know, you can look that up, but, you know, that's just a, it could be a conspiracy theory, and I don't say that often, but, you know, I don't have any hard evidence on that. But I do believe that as the hour gets later, why would we rule out any of these things at this point? Why would we, I mean, look what's going on in our world right now. Would you have imagined that we would be in this type of scenario and situation only a few years ago? I mean, I, grew, I was a child of the, of the 80s and 90s. I would have never imagined some of these things. You know, I remember being in a remnant church as a child and having the pastor telling us that someday it'll be like this. But, you know, when it's here and you're seeing mobs coming down, you know, people's streets and terrorizing people and, the, 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 you know, the left is so de deranged and demonized. They want to kill babies after they're born and they think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we become so barbaric and so evil and so wicked as a society. All you got to do is turn on Netflix and see how wicked we become. You know, who are these people that think of these wicked things? And I, I mentioned about my testimony earlier, and I didn't really get into much of it. But the uh, the thing is, is that when I was younger, I was in Young Hollywood as a child actor. And that's why um, I saw stuff. And I don't talk about this a lot. But I saw stuff that was pedophilia. And uh, some of the things that you hear about in, in some of these people that are trying to blow the, blow the whistle. Some of these celebrities that have come out that have tried to, you know, that Cappy and um, you know, some of these other guys that, you know, the, um, uh, that were child actors and, and whatnot um, that have come out over the years and tried to expose the pedophilia agenda in Hollywood and the, and the dark stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And uh, it's connected to the global sex trade and sex trafficking. And that is what we're seeing come down now, part of the cabal. Uh, where these people have literally pledged their allegiance to Satan. And I, again, I know this stuff sounds so crazy. If you're just coming into the truth movement, you don't understand how deep this goes. But, but I just would say, you know, if you have some time and you're curious, do some research on these things and understand, like I was in young Hollywood. Listen, I'm a very normal guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm educated. I have held very high positions. Um, I'm not like some crazy person. Um, so for me to say these things, you know, I hope it holds some weight to you. I've been a pastor for 16 years. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of communication with people in government. They come to me for advice and, um, you know, I minister to a lot of high level people if that really doesn't matter. But, you know, I'm just trying to give you some background of, you know, it's not like I just, you know, am just some crazy guy in a basement or something that's trying to give you some information. I mean, you know, I'm a well-rounded uh, businessman, person that's been in, in the world for, you know, a long time, know a lot of the key players that are in some of America's top companies right now around our country. I've been around CEOs and high-level government officials. And so I'm not just like some quack is what I'm trying to say. And I know that me saying that doesn't really, you know, you have to do your own research. But what I'm trying to say is when I talk about these things, it could sound really bizarre. But these, these things that I talk about come from experience. I've, you know, the Lord has probably allowed me, if you think about my testimony and, and the things that I'm doing in the ministry, it makes sense that he's allowed me to see these things over the years in Young Hollywood, then later on in government and different things that, that I've been able to put the pieces together and understand, yeah, these people that are coming out and risking their lives to say these things, they're not crazy. They're telling you things, risking their lives so that you can be awake. 
there is a uh, illegal network of sex trafficking that's global and has people like Jeffrey Epstein and others that are trafficking hundreds of thousands of people right now around the world, hundreds and hundreds of thousands uh, of people that are in, in enslavement in this pedophilia network, kids involved. I mean, obviously with pedophilia, that's what that means. Kids involved, childs, like little kids that have been abducted. When you wonder where those kids that go that are on the milk cartons, they're being sold into this lifestyle. They're robbed and sold into this lifestyle and, and their life becomes about as dark and evil as you could possibly think. And, you know, it's amazing. I mean, how dark this is. And, um, and so this is what Donald Trump is. See, Donald Trump's been around for a long time. He was in New York as a billionaire. He's been around the elite circles. And something inside of this man, you got to understand, his family comes from, you know, he's got some really good roots of, of Christianity and discipline and being raised with really good values and principles. And so, you know, he probably was like me where he was involved in some of these things and he was seeing things, but he knew they weren't right. And somewhere along the line, he was able to connect with the good guys that are trying to restore our country, uh, those in the military and, and those that, you know, have been working for many years to take back the control of the government from the cabal. And, um, and so he's, he's trying to expose all these different things, the, the global sex trafficking network, the, uh, the, the pedophilia network that's in Hollywood, the people that are evil in government in Hollywood and some elite circles around the country and world, uh, the princes and the high level people uh, like Prince Andrew and, you know, many of these people, he's trying to take down this cabal and these people, see what I understood with Hollywood is, is that because I, I, I was in relationship with people that were in the Disney machine. Uh, I call it the Disney machine, but they were, they were Disney stars. Um, I knew these people well, very, very well. I, I was very much involved in their life. And these are celebrity people in the Disneyland world, Disney world, uh, you know, Disney stars. And anybody that knows me knows that, you know, I'm not going to get into who it was or put anybody on blast, but I have a lot of connection to the Disney world. And to, uh, when I say that, I don't mean the theme park. I mean the, uh, what I call the Disney machine, which is, you know, these, these child actors that they bring up and uh, they do a lot, of, a lot of mind control and a lot of things that I had to fight and experience. And uh, I saw it uh, with four different individuals um, and I know that it's, it's real and I'm not going to get into it a lot, but, you know, that happens in, in, in many of these companies in Hollywood where they do this type of mind control and uh, they call it monarch programming. And if you look at somebody like Britney Spears or some of these people that you can see there's something not right, that's what's going on with them. And so they have to break free uh, of this control grid that they're in. And uh, that's what they're trying to do. In fact, recently there was a hashtag free Britney and uh, that was, that's what it was about. It was about, they were trying to free uh, her from her control grid. And I remember um, many years ago, uh, not that many years ago, but probably around eight or nine years ago, maybe a little bit more, um, you know, I was connected with Britney Spears and, um, you know, I tried to minister to her. I had an open door to do so when she was going through a, a season of uh, a lot of testing, I guess you would say, where she was in the public eye and it was one of those times where she was kind of having a breakdown and meltdown. And uh, I was supposed to meet up with her and minister her and pray over her deliverance ministry. Somebody had made the connection. It was a great opportunity for me to, to minister to her. I had actually met her uh, many years before as when we were really young in Las Vegas in the real world uh, suite of uh, the Palms Hotel. We had, you know, a, a gathering there and, you know, we, we, we hung out for a whole night. And so, uh, you know, I had a somewhat of a past, uh, you know, she knew who I was 
And so it was a great thing. I had become a pastor and a Christian. This was a great time for me to go minister to her. And, um, and so anyways, uh, it ended up that, that, that her handlers would not allow me around her. In fact, they threatened me. They broke into my car. Uh, you know, I can't really get into too much of it, but I, you know, I don't tell these stories often because there's just so much involved. And sometimes I would sound crazy, but you know, this was how I got to be the person I am today because I've seen so much of these things over the years and I know how it works and it is extremely dark. And so, you know, in order to become famous in Hollywood, in order to become like a Tom Cruise or, you know, a very high level celebrity, there's certain rituals and things that you have to do. And if you don't do them, you will not become famous. You will not become, you have to sell your soul to become at that level. That's why you don't see many, you know, born again Christians. Now, there are some people that get saved after being in that position. And sometimes they break free, sometimes they don't. Uh, but a lot of times you'll see those people, uh, you know, blacklisted from Hollywood instantly. And you wonder why? Well, that's why, because the minute that they turn away from their uh, handlers, which are Satanists, um, they, they unfortunately are not allowed to, you know, be the person that they were anymore. So it's a very complicated system and it goes extremely deep and people that know about it are, are, are in danger. And, um, you know, the more that they know, the more danger they're in. So anyways, I, I'm not going to get into a lot of it, but you know, that that's the, just so you have some understanding and background of, you know, when I just do these broadcasts, you know, if you've been listening for a while, you have to understand how deep the, the understanding and knowledge of all this stuff goes. It's extremely deep. And a lot of people just don't want to take the red pill. They'd rather just stay in the matrix. And so if you, if you don't want to do that, then you're just going to deem this stuff conspiracy. You're just going to say it's fake, it's conspiracy, and you're going to stay in your little Netflix world and, and just think that, you know, everything is what the mainstream media tells you. And, you know, it seems like that's easier, but really it's torturous because you're believing a lie. And I think inside you even know that, but Regardless, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to see a lot of these crazy things. And I posted something on social media just for my friends list because I didn't put it uh, public, but I posted on there um, something from the World Economic Forum where they literally were saying uh, what they're going to do uh, with a great reset that's coming. And I'll probably talk about that next week on our show, the great reset and some things that we can do to be prepared for this because it's coming like a freight train and it's going to be uh, a financial Armageddon that you need to know about. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, right now, I think the main thing to do every single day is to pray, be in the presence of God, you know, build your spiritual life and, and, and also build your immune system and, uh, and just be, you know, at peace that passes understanding be in the presence of God, and then you don't need to worry about all these things that I talked about. But it is good that you know about them, and I'm glad that you're seeking to go deeper, and that's what this program will do. And so pray for me, and pray for our protection, and pray for um, us to have the finances to do the things that we're called to do. And uh, this is the end times, ladies and gentlemen. I'm officially saying we are in the end times. And, uh, I, you know, maybe just the beginning stages, but we've entered into a new season, and I believe we are in the end of days. So it's, it's really important to be prepared and to trust in the Lord with all your heart, not lean on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Thank you for tuning in to the Remnant Godcast today, and we'll be back next week. God bless you.